Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Sam Proof from Cute Avalanche. We've been fostering for six years, fostered over 155 cats and kittens, and decided it's time to start a podcast. Uh, and now I can hear an echo of myself, which is not distracting at all. Super good. As long as that's not broadcasting, I'm okay with that. Um, so yeah, this is new. Uh, there's no official format or uh, schedule to it. We're going to figure that all out in the future, but we will uh, be taking questions at the end. And that being said, it's time to start just kitting around with Best Friends Animal Society cat expert, Samantha Bell. All Hello. right. Hey, Samantha. How are you doing? Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. Thanks I'm super excited. Here. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better first guest, I think. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm super honored and I, I'm just happy to be here. And thank you to everyone who's joining us. Yeah. Um, so tell us about yourself and your involvement at Best Friends. How long have you been in this world of animal rescue? 10 years. Well, what? well, nine years as staff and 10 years of volunteering. So I, um, started out as it's because of this little guy right here this is johan in 2013 i saw on facebook best friend said we're opening a kitten nursery and we need people to come bottle feed kittens mm. and i had my corporate job i was at disney corporate and you know doing my thing and i saw this on facebook and i thought give a bottle to a kitten what <laughs> and so i went immediately and i bottle fed Johan the first time I was there and he was really sick and he was in an incubator and oh, he was very homely. He was not an attractive kitten. Like all the kittens in the nursery were so cute except him. And I felt so badly. I felt like none of nobody else is going to love him mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he's so gross. So I have to go back tomorrow and then I have to go back the next day and I have to go back the next day. And I kept going and going and going. And pretty soon I was like, you know what, this could be my job. And so I quit the corporate life and I applied at Best Friends and I started out as a cat caregiver. And that means I was cleaning poop all day long. Oh, I was, gosh. I went from corporate Disney <laughs> to yeah. clean poop in my 30s and you know what i loved every second of it and i started out as a cat caregiver at the very bottom of the that's the, like you know the entry level into the rescue world and then um we created this position that was the cat behavior and enrichment lead and i got that i also worked in foster while i was doing that and so i went cat caregiver foster cat behavior enrichment lead and i ended up doing that for seven years and i was basically in charge of all of the behavior of all of the cats at best friends and we had I don't know, 500 cats at a time. And my job was just to make sure they were as happy as they could be in their circumstance of losing their home and being yeah. in a cage. And so I did all kinds of courses on cat behavior. And it was also definitely one of those trial by fire. Yeah. Here you are. No, I was going to say your first foster was a bottle baby. Like yeah. that, that is, there is nothing more trial by fire than that. That totally. is intense. I tend to jump in the deep end, as you can tell. <laughs> so, so there, here I am being cat behavior for 500 cats at a time. 
uh, loved it. And then eventually I moved into what I am doing now. I am the official cat expert for Best Friends Animal Society because I have the background in cat care and I also have the background in cat behavior. And I worked in the nursery for a while. So I also foster, I am just, this is my life, cats and kittens and fostering yeah. homeless cats. And I've never been happier. So it's been about 10 years now, nine years as staff. And I'm the ha I have the best job in the yeah. world. My current job as cat expert for best friends <laughs> is my job is to inspire people to adopt and foster mm -hmm. and to help keep cats in their home once they're there by educating the public on cat behavior so they understand their cats. And it's like a dream job. Yeah, I'm a little I mean, jealous right now. <laughs> I know. It's a really, no, you have a fun job too. Look what sure. you're doing. Um, no, but that's awesome. Tell us uh, more about Best Friend. So Best Friend, it's, it's they're national. Um, yeah. And yeah, go ahead. You, you're the expert. You tell us about Best Friend. <laughs> <laughs> we are a leading animal welfare. Oh, here comes Johan. Yo hey. <laughs> that's the bottle, baby. That's my, that's why I work in rescue. Uh, we're the Best Friends Animal Society is a leading animal welfare organization, and we're working to end the killing of homeless cats and dogs in America's shelters by 2025, awesome. which is coming up. Um, so Best Friends has been around since 1984. We're a pioneer in the no-kill movement, and we have our sanctuary in Utah, but then we also have little saddle, not little, big satellite yeah. operations all <laughs> over the country. So there is a Best Friends in Los Angeles which is where I'm located, which is where you are also located. Yes. And um, somebody just crawled onto my lap. Oh, <laughs> this is Bill, Bill Richmond. He has a first and last name. Nice. Um, and so Best Friends is also, we are working collaboratively with 4,200 other shelters around the country. We call them our network partners. And we're like an umbrella and we're we're helping every single rescue out there and they're all helping each other to get us to this no-kill movement because that's how we're going to get to not be killing animals anymore yeah. is for all the rescues and shelters to work together and collaborate that's the way you know to, to spread data between us of who has extra animals who doesn't have enough animals transporting it's it's a huge operation um but i'm so proud to be a part of it and this is how we are going to get this country to no kill by 2025 is just all working together and i know you foster for kitten rescue yes and they are definitely one of our yes. fabulous yeah. network partners and they're also one of our nkla coalition members which are just like the la rescues that are yeah. we're like a band of of rescues together yeah, for, for anyone who's familiar with us, uh, you have heard of Best Friends through us. We've talked about them several oh. times. And last fall, we actually did a mini fundraiser uh, right around Thanksgiving for Best Friends. Um, and yeah, we were one of the top raisers in that campaign. And we got to name some kittens. I remember we named one Firefly and one Ladybug. I think there was a third, and oh, I don't cute. remember. Those are good names, Firefly yeah. and this, that's beautiful. Um, we also got to tour the the Mission Hills location, uh, so yep. that was super cool. And we posted a little bit about that as well. So yeah, ah, we're we're well acquainted with best friends, and they're a great organization, and everything they do is amazing. I actually get oh, the emails you. for uh, you know the the meetups and stuff, and I'm like, I'm I'm always doing a lot of other stuff, but I'm yeah. there's one coming up that I'm like, I might jump in that, <laughs> like Woo! the Zoom. Definitely um, stop by or pop in a Zoom. Yeah. All those things. There's, 
it's it's a huge organization. It's growing every year too. Yeah, um, and the work that you, they you have all done with the uh, no kill movement, especially in LA, has been just very dramatic. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have the numbers. I don't know if you have the numbers offhand, but since we started uh, fostering like six years ago, it's it's gotten just amazing. Um, yeah. Well, so. Early on, there were 17 million animals killed per year, and yeah. now in the in the nation, and now we're at about 378,000. Um, those aren't the LA numbers; those yeah. are going to come out next year. But like in general, to go from 17 million to 378,000, just kind of scale that down yeah. to LA, and, and it's the same kind of thing. We're just we're working hard. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's yeah. It's pretty intense. Um, another thing that's intense is right now, uh, especially in places like Los Angeles, we are at the peak, the heat, if you will, of kitten season. Uh, and in, in a place like Los Angeles, kitten season lasts for a long time compared to like some of your colder states. But this yeah. is the time of year where the majority of cats uh, are giving birth to kittens, have kittens. In Los Angeles, some of these cats are giving birth to their second litter what, oh yeah. What would you tell someone who, you know, people are going to be finding cats. They're going to walk home. They're, they're going to be in the backyard and they're over at their office. When somebody reaches out and says, I found kittens, I don't yeah. see a mom. What, what should you tell them? So you always, kittens have the best chance of survival if they're with their mother, no matter where they are. So if you find kittens without their mama, first you look at them. And if they look bad if they look dirty and thin then you know mama hasn't been around but if you find kittens outside that are chubby and fluffy mama is just out getting food and she'll be back and those kittens they're going to be okay and you want to leave them there because you want to make sure mama comes back if they're in a dangerous location if they're on a road or in a parking lot where they could get hurt or something, it is okay to move those kittens to a safer place under a bush somewhere. Mama will find them and she does not care that humans have touched them. That's kind of a myth. Like don't yeah. touch the kittens or mama won't come back. Not true at all. If they're in a dangerous location, move them somewhere. If they're out in the hot sun, move them into the shade and um, leave them there. Mama will be back if they look good. If they don't look good, then you want to take them to a vet and you can also go to we have a whole website of what to do i think i found a kitten.com and it mm. takes you through every single step it's a brand new website that that we're definitely supporting um because we agree with everything in there but when you go to it it's interactive and so you can say i found a kitten and they'll they'll show you like what age do you think it is and you click it um you know it has mama come back and you click it and it just takes you through every single thing of what to do when you find the kittens we want to keep kittens out of shelters if possible yeah. because there is not enough space for them there are over two million outdoor cats in los angeles alone and if we brought all those cats into the shelters there would be no room for cats that are legit lost or are being surrendered because someone has died or something like that we want to leave the room in the shelters for cats that are lost or surrendered. So we want to keep those kittens out. So if you see them, I know it's so difficult, but leave them outside for their mama to care for them. And then when it's time, they can all be spayed and neutered and then they won't have any more babies. But it's really tough for people 
to leave them there. I, yeah. I get it. They're helpless. They're adorable. You you want to take them in and take them to a shelter, but that's actually not helpful. Leave them there for mama to care for them and then get them spayed and neutered. Those are and and if you go to ifoundakitten.com, um, it'll it'll take you through all of that because in the moment you might forget everything I just said. Right. So go there. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know about that website. I'm definitely gonna take a look at that. It's pretty I, uh... new. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Cool. It's not yeah. I, uh, I'm in moderator of one of the bigger, uh, cat groups on Facebook and it's every day there's five people who are like, I found cats. I'm going to take them to shelter. No, no. <laughs> that's the worst, no worst choice. Like here's Maurice. Look at his, his beautiful tail. Oh, he's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that good tail? He is my, the first foster that I adopted in 10 years because Johan was my bottle baby foster that I adopted. Nice. And his brother also, but for 10 years, I did not adopt anymore until that guy came along after, I don't know how many litters of fosters and, uh, I kept him. Nice. Um, I'm sure best friends has a similar program or something of this nature, but, uh, if you do find kittens out there and you think you can actually be a foster kitten rescue has, a variety of programs that will help you become a foster. So you can be yes. a community foster and kind of just do the whole thing on your own, or you can yeah. be a kitten rescue official foster. And uh, yeah. there's a whole different uh, thing. So, you know, reach out to them. I'm sure best yes. friends has a similar program. Yes, yes, yes. If, if bestfriends.org slash foster, and, and they'll tell you like where you can go if you want to just foster them yourself. Yeah. And they'll give you the, the formula for them. And they'll give you the food and everything to set you up and, and do it. And when you do foster for organizations, some most of them, some of them are able to give you the food and the litter and, you know, all, all the things you need, the medical care in case they get sick. So when you foster, it doesn't have to be a huge financial commitment. You know, yeah. when I, when I foster, it's, it's all taken care of by best friends. That's great. Yeah. We, uh, we put a poll out on our YouTube and said, uh, what's the biggest hurdle in the way of you becoming a cat foster? Was it time or allergies, you know, landlords, yeah. things like that. And 67% came back. It was money. <gasps> so problem solved. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the litter, the litter box, a scale to weigh them, a heating pad, every single bit of everything you need is given to you free. That's how much we appreciate and need fosters. And I'm telling you, Los Angeles right now is in a tough spot. We really need it's, new fosters. It's like intense. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> is fostering and there are still kittens just over flowing and so we need new fosters so if you've never yeah. fostered before this is a great time yeah and you know and it's all ages it doesn't yeah. have to be bottle babies <laughs> it, it can be seniors it can be you know just yes. adult cats um, Any cat that you can get out of a shelter or rescue is saving that cat and making room for them to go save another one so it's you're saving two lives and whether you take yeah. a bottle baby or you take um, a kitten that's able to eat on their own. Maybe you do have to go to work. Like I, I'm lucky I work from home so I can have bottle babies. But if I went to work, I would foster kittens that were able to go eight hours that can just eat their little food on their own. And so you can really tailor your foster experience to your lifestyle. There's no reason. And let me tell you something about allergies. Yeah. So people, what we're allergic to is a protein in the saliva of the cat. And so what happens is the cats groom themselves 
that protein in the saliva dries, it flakes off into the air. That's what you're allergic to. Mm -hmm. But if you foster kittens that are under four weeks old, they don't groom themselves. So you're not allergic to them because that protein is not outside of their body. So even if you think you're allergic, so we've just gotten rid of the barrier of allergies. We've gotten rid of the barrier of cost, of time. Really, there's no reason. Oh, space. You can foster in a tub. I just fostered two kittens in a tub for three weeks. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. We have, there's a pop-up tents you can get that are just yep, for cats yep. that don't take up a whole lot of rooms, like three by three, four by four, something yes. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's great. Um, I think early on, we noticed that there was a, a major need for, you know, fosters that did do bottle baby care. And so we kind of made that uh, our focus so that we could help clear the shelters of those kittens because- yes they're not prepared. They don't have the staff. They don't have the equipment. Those exactly. kittens, unfortunately, are not going to last in a shelter situation. Um, yep. So we're making room so that other cats can get in there so that other people can foster those cats. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. You and I are both doing the same thing. It's like I have the ability and the skill, so do you, to foster a bottle baby. Let me take those tough ones and let the let other people that that are you know just learning to foster or just starting to foster take the easy ones. Like I take the tough ones. Cool. Um, all right, let's go into our lightning round. These are going to be some quick questions with quick answers, and you can give a quick uh, why you chose that answer, and then we'll move on. We'll do five or six questions. It's hard questions. for me to do quick. I'm such yeah, a talk. Oh, you gotta you gotta push yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, I can do it. All right, Samantha Bell, what is your favorite cat litter? Uh, world's best. Us too. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite cat food? Uh, Royal Canaan. Nice. For kittens specifically or just in general? Everyone. Everyone. The, their adult ones that are GI special for, you know, yeah. like they have selective protein for baby cat, for kittens. I'm just a huge fan of Royal Canin. And my cats are also a huge fan of wellness. Nice. Yep. Uh, top three cat toys. For sure. Wand, any kind of wand toy. But my favorite wand toy is um, Go Cat Cat Catcher. It's got the word cat twice. Go, cat, cat, catcher. And it's a sparkly one. It's got kind of a wire with a mouse on the end. Even the even the uh, most shut down cats are interested in that one. Um, I love the towers with the three balls yep. for kittens. Oh, my gosh. The or- orange love- one from it's uh, Pets, Pet Safe. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's that one. The one. Right now I have a, a lavender one with Ooh. a unicorn on it from Chewy. That's very okay. cute. Um, and then I would say, let's see, wand toys, that, and anything they can kick because yeah. you know they're the kind they can grab and kick because that is an instinct that they need to be able to express. So we got the wand toy that they can hunt and catch and kill and feel like the little predators that they are, and then we've got the ball toy, which is more like you know, visual and exciting and movement and then a kicker toy so that they can grab something and kick it like they yeah. would do with their prey. Those are my three. Nice. Those are great. Uh, also, uh, milk caps. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any kind of, any kind of thing that isn't a toy. Right. right? Yeah. Um, in total, not currently in total, how many cats have you fostered? Um, I, I think I am, at, I'm at 61. Okay, cool. Uh, how many cats are in your place right now? Seven. Yeah. Okay, cool. Three <laughs> of them are mine. One is a house guest who's here while his family's in Japan oh. for a month. Oh, because you do and cat then, sitting. I do cat sitting. Nice. And then 
it's we call it the Disneyland of cats. Cats come here for a vacation. Um, and then uh, two babies. So awesome. seven right now. But last weekend I had nine. <laughs> Very cool. In a one bedroom. What's what's the most you've ever had, do you think? Eleven in a yeah. one bedroom. Yeah. Oof. We have we have a house and thirteen yeah. was quite a bit. Um <laughs> eleven in a you know, wow. I couldn't yeah. imagine that. Um, it doesn't last long. That's usually like yeah. a friend is fostering and they're going to Disneyland for the day. Can you bottle feed them while I'm there? And I'll be like, yeah, just bring them over, that kind of thing. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, what is your favorite cat joke or phrase? Mm. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this one. <laughs> I know. That's a, that's oh, a, uh-huh. they're, they're, my favorite like little cartoon thing is this um, – is is it the kid? It's a cat. Cat's going around for Halloween, and all the little cats are dressed up like vacuum cleaners. And when they get to the door, everybody goes, "Ooh, very scary!" <laughs> That's great. It's just like a cartoon Scott Metzger, I think, and. Okay. Uh, and he's the cats are dressed like vacuum cleaners because that's their spooky Halloween costume. Oh my god! Oh, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> cool. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about that we didn't hit? Anything anything you, you can ask me anything cool. so um i am a cat behavior expert and every oh this is fun every tuesday i put out an educational cat video on our best friends national social media channels and it's every single tuesday and it's something to help keep cats in their homes like about scratching or about climbing the christmas tree or about Um, you know, how to train them, all these different things. And so it's every Tuesday, I put out a reel and a TikTok on Best Friends, and then it goes onto our YouTube, which is Best Friends Videos. Mm -hmm. And there is a playlist that is called Cats Rule. And it's got 50 videos from me. And if you're if you're looking for any kind of information that like I am a cat behavior expert, but I don't have time to consult with each person on their problem. But like if you have oh, my cat's not using the litter box. I've got five of them in a row. Parts one, two, three, four, five. Watch these videos. Introducing a new cat. Watch these videos. All these different things. So if you go there, it's like getting free cat behavior advice and it's online and hopefully it'll help keep cats in their homes and out of shelters. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, if anyone's viewing uh, right now live and has a question, feel free to put it in the chat and we'll ask Samantha live. Um, Yeah. While we're here, tell people where they can find you and more about Best Friends. Yes. Okay. So personally, you can find my Instagram is Johan. <laughs> Johan and Desmond. I need to change it to just my own name it, because it's so, it's like, what? Why? So it's Y-O-H-A-N-A-N-D-D-E-S-M-O-N-D. Johan and Desmond on Instagram. And on TikTok, it's the real Samantha Bell. And then if you wanted to go to my website, if you wanted to schedule cat sitting, I'm really behind on cat consults and everything right now, but um, it's samanthabell.org. And isn't it sis.org? Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, which dot is it? Dot samanthabell.org. Um, or you can just send me a message through there. And um, best friends is bestfriends.org. And we have 
all the social media things, which is Best Friends Animal Society on all the things. And yeah. like I said, every Tuesday I do a fun cat video. And sometimes they're not educational. Sometimes they're just cute. Like the one I did yesterday is basically like, please foster a kitten. Look at how cute they are. And so you can see a bunch of cute kittens on the videos too. It's just trying to trying to help get us some more fosters. Yeah. And I think Best Friends also has a lot of like local social media accounts, like Best yes. Friends LA and stuff like that. Yes. So um, also on, yeah, on Instagram, we have every single one, like BFAS LA, BFAS Atlanta, yeah. BFAS Houston, all New York, all of them. We've got a bunch of the the city ones. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Are you, uh, are you planning on going to CatCon? I am. I've, I've never missed a CatCon. Uh, I'm not sure who the adoption partner is this year, but most so far all but except one of the years best friends has we've brought the kittens to be adopted from CatCon, and i'll be in that tent you know helping kittens find homes at CatCon. um i i will definitely be there i'm also part of another rescue that's called oh. mission Me mission meow okay. and what we do is we and we're gonna have a, a booth there but we raise cool. money to help out small cat centric nonprofits that need help because you know all the big ones you know there might be some some little ones that are struggling and they just need a transport van or they need some traps and we raise money to help other smaller cat rescues so That's mission awesome. meow will also be there cool all right looks like we have a question from insomnia oh! doodles uh, Insomnia says, you have been so inspiring. I almost, almost called my local rescue to ask if I can foster. I know Insomnia has fostered in the past, uh, but my senior cranky kitty gave me the look. Any advice on fostering um, with you? I think this is with you having cats of your own. And then it cuts it who like. uh, don't like other cats like at all. Yes. <laughs> that's, I think that's when the bathroom is is the best is the best option for that. Like you can keep that bathroom door closed and you can put um, a little like barrier there so that it doesn't upset your cat. And once they're in that bathroom, like I kept, I had two scabies kittens last mm. month, which is mange. And they had to be in the bathroom because it would be contagious to my cat. So here's me in a one bedroom with cats that cannot absolutely interact. And I was like, how do I do this? put them in the bathroom. They were in the tub and they stayed in there. I'm very surprised they didn't jump out. They were, and they were totally happy in the tub. I had a heating pad in there for them. I had all their food, everything like that. When it was time to take a shower, I just moved everything to the floor and I took my shower and I put it all back in. And that was when I would, would clean their little area. But, um, my cats never saw them or interacted with them or were able to do, I mean, they, your cat might know, from the smell and the sounds in there, obviously. But when that's happening, what you want to do is to make your cat's life better simultaneously. So whatever your cat likes, you're going to increase it. And, and like, if these are their favorite treats, if you usually only give them treats when they do something well, start giving them treats for no reason while you have this <laughs> other cat. Start, if there's a want toy they like, and you're like, oh, I don't do it that often because Believe me, I, I am a cat behavior expert, but I, I, I'm not perfect. You know, it's like I'm tired. I don't do the want toy every night. Well, if your cat likes the want toy, do the want toy every night when you have those kittens there. Because in their brain, your cat will associate the smell of the new cats with their life being amazing and improving. And it will just sort of kickstart them to being more open to those cats being there. So spoil your cat and keep the babies in the bathroom. 
Excellent. <clears throat> yeah, she says, excellent. I love that. Oh, um, very good. Okay. Cool. Oh, so I have a question for us. Uh, yes. How do you discourage cats from going on countertops? Um, so personally, I don't care that they're on countertops, but a lot of people do. And this is something I love to talk about because one thing to know is that we're constantly training our cats every interaction that we have with them. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's, and we're doing it wrong, not knowing it. We're just doing it because most cats like attention. Most of them, 90%, I would say really like attention and they like when they hear their name called. So when Johan would get on my counter before, you know, this is 10 years ago before I was the cat expert that I am now. Johan would jump on the counter. What was the first thing I did? I'd say his name, Johan. He loves that. That's a reward for him. He said, mm -hmm. you just said my name. I would go over to him and I'd talk to him and be like, you can't be on the counter. Johan loves when I talk to him. Ding, that's another reward for Johan. I'd pick him up and put him on the ground, mm. but I didn't want him to think I was mad at him. So when I'd pick him up, I'd pick him up very nicely and kiss him on the head and say, I love you, but you can't be here. I put him on the ground. I had just done three things that rewarded him for being on the counter. So I was encouraging him to continue doing that. So what you want to do is when your cat is on the counter, don't say their name, don't talk to them, don't make it happy or fun. You just pick them up and silently put them on the ground. While they're on the ground, then you talk to them and you pet them and you give them a treat on the ground and they start going, okay, being on the ground is where my life is better. And they just, it just, they don't need to jump up there anymore. Also, if they get food while they're up there, that is another reward. So it's all, it's all training. They jump on the counter they hear their name called, they get a piece of food, all these different things. So you just have to make sure they're not being rewarded for when they jump up there and being rewarded. You could put a stool in your counter or have one section of the counter that has um, like a, a beach towel on it. And that is the section that they're allowed to sit on and only that. And when they jump on that, you, you praise them and you mm. let them have some of that food. And they just, you can never take something away Right. that they want to do. That's called extinguishing an instinctive behavior. And if you extinguish an instinctive behavior, that causes the cat stress because they can't help their instincts and their instincts say, I want to be up on that counter. So you want to offer them alternatives to that and then reward when they do that. So I do have a section that has a little towel on it and that's where he can sit and he loves it. Alexa, turn off. <laughs> She's telling me to water my plants every Wednesday at noon. Um, and so, and also the other thing that, wait, it just made me think of something else about being on the counter. Oh, think about the reason that they're up there because it might not be just to get attention and food. Another reason that Johan jumped up there is because he is the lowest on the totem pole mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. all of my cats. And even though I have three different bowls and they're all spread apart, when that food goes down, he gets pushed out of the way and he defers to them. So when he's up there, he's able to get easier access to the food without the other cats, you know, taking it from him. So I also solved that. I, I put his in the hallway after the other cats already start eating. So they're already busy. And then his goes in the hallway and he gets access to his food. So you also want to problem solve for your cat too. So it's not about deterrence or, or anything like that. It's about solving your cat's problem and offering them an alternative that works for you and rewarding them for that alternative. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I get to that one all day. That's such a good question. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we have we have four house cats of our own, and uh, yes. it is it has become like a, a a weird thing where everyone I I don't know the newer cats came in, and then the adult cats were like, oh, that's a thing we can do. We're <laughs> gonna start doing that. Now we're gonna start stealing food. Now we're gonna yeah. we've we've learned all these habits from the new cats, and I'm like, oh god damn it. <laughs> I have four cats on the counter. Oh, oh my god, it's, it's that's gotten out of hand so by many. far. And then the the older cats do not get along very well with the the one orange tabby, who is, just wants to play and he's super smart but very bored. And yeah. we're like, uh, yeah, they're a menace. <laughs> they are orange tabbies. Oh, they're my absolute favorite. They're nuts. Yeah, and I love them. Yeah, they're great and terrible. <laughs> yeah, they are, and they have such a reputation, like. Just the hashtag orange cat behavior is hilarious. It's hilarious on TikTok. Everybody loves orange cat behavior because they're just weird. And he's like, I'm going to be weird too. <laughs> he looks a lot like one of our fosters. His eyes are very big and buggy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, buggy. Oh, Bill Richmond, you're so cute. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us. I think we're going to wrap it up. Welcome. Um, it was so much oh, fun. I'm happy to come back anytime. Uh, actually, let me take a quick look. I think we have one one last thing that escaped because my screen was not scrolling. Uh, um, I, I'll read this, whatever. <laughs> Ghost Detective says, it really makes me mad when pet owners don't pay attention. They'll put the bowls together and expect all of them to eat their own food. Yeah, if you've watched on our live stream with the kittens, uh, I will specifically stay in that room because, uh, yeah, within seconds, one will be done and the other takes two minutes to eat. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you uh, you got to know your cats <laughs> for sure. And, and obviously this pet detective, is that the name? Ghost detective. Ghost detective, pet detective, Ace Ventura. Um, you understand cat behavior also. So thank you. Um, cats are solitary hunters and they're solitary eaters. Yeah. So it's stressful for them. In the wild, they would eat a mouse and that's only enough for them. And if another cat came around, they would pick it up and run away with it because it's theirs. And so when we're putting their bowls together, it's just this feeling of like, it's uncomfortable for them. And they're, they're not, they don't like that. So definitely having bowls everyone has their own little station is that's what makes them the happiest. And I love, I love that you understand it because that's pretty relatively new cat behavior information that's come out. So well done. Yeah. I, I think there's been a lot of sort of new information on, on cats in general oh, in the past, yes. like five years, decade yep. or so. Like yep. the, you know, the, uh, the habits of our parents have been like completely like changed, like the whole yes. indoor outdoor cat thing. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone out there is paying attention, but we're indoor only, <laughs> like, right, you know, so. and anyone who fosters for like kitten rescue oh. is required to be an indoor only if you have house cats, uh, and especially yeah. with your fosters, things like that. And yeah. just the whole mindset of, you know, how to care for cats, I think, has has just taken it about face lately. And it's, you know, it's great. Cause, it, yeah, is. I, it is. I think I grew up and I had, oh God, five or six cats in that time before I moved out on my own and they uh -huh. all lived very short lives, like yeah. because of these things. And, yeah. uh, you know, now cats, if they're indoor, they're going to live, you know, 18 to 25 years, you know, something yeah. along those lines. If you treat them right, don't stress them out, feed them good yeah. food. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's, it's those coyotes are hungry. Oh coyotes my God. Are, are, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not their fault. They're hungry, you know, yeah. like, 
it's it's scary to have a cat outside at least in southern california i know like in england a lot of people's cats are outside and they have a garden and the cats go in the garden and it's just yeah. a different way of life and it's okay but if you're living in los angeles uh uh-uh. right yeah no we we had a cat that slipped out and uh let me tell you <laughs> 4 days later when that cat has not come back Whoa. you have gone through every possible this is what happened to that cat oh, thing that's- Heartbreaking. And it sucks. She showed up. Um, she was very oily and dirty and clearly had gotten trapped in like a garage or something. Oh, but uh, yeah, thankfully she showed up. But yes, don't because you fine. don't want that week of just like what possibly happened. I know. Coyotes, I'm owls. It's it's not yeah. good. Yeah. Nightmares about it happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I hate to end the show on that note, <laughs> but nightmares. Keep your cats indoors. Keep your cats indoors. Out, bring the outdoors in for them. Yes. Give them some cat grass. Let them look out the window. You know, just definitely like keep them inside, but try to give them the outdoor experience. Yeah. Patios are amazing. Stroll cat strollers are great. They can smell the fresh air. If you can afford and have the ability to have a catio, oh my gosh, those are yeah. great. So there are ways to to give them the experience of the outdoors, but keep them in and safe. Yeah, my uh, my uh, now eight year old just recently uh, got a uh, cat backpack for her birthday that she really wanted. So we're slowly introducing that. Perfect. Yeah, slowly. We'll see yep. how that and goes. Some cats will enjoy it and some cats won't yeah. and they never will and that's okay like it just depends on their all catness all cats are born with varying degrees of boldness and timidity and yeah. no matter how much you train and how much you try those ones that are timid are not going to enjoy that adventure but the bold ones will that cat's going to do what cat's going to do that's <laughs> the cat yeah cool thank you so much for joining us samantha all of the links uh can be found for samantha and best friends in the video or episode notes uh so please find those and find samantha and best friends and go foster some cats uh we're still working on our schedule but you can find out more about just kitten around at cuteavalanche.com and uh follow us on youtube.com slash cute avalanche will we will be live whenever the next one is thank you so much thank you for having me it was so much fun bye